Hi guys, welcome, welcome to, to the podcast. podcast. My, my name is Jordan. Introducing my guest. I'm Ken Stearns. Okay, Ken. So first of all, what do you think about the new affordable housing coming into the dirt tracks? I, I think there's a lot to be said about it. I think there's a lot of questions that need to be answered about it. Um, and I don't know that we really have those questions answered. Um, still kind of wondering, you know, how do we justify closing down viable businesses in Stockton when um, we're struggling in Stockton? We have a lot of crime. Um, we've got a lot of turmoil in our, our leadership within Stockton. Um, to my understanding, this was kind of more of a state decision. But, you know, who's supporting this and who's going to help us save these businesses? Um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of questions that I think that need to be answered. Um, yeah, of course, we need affordable housing in Stockton for sure. There's no doubt about that. But how do we justify closing down businesses to do that? Yeah, I totally agree. I think the hardest thing is that when you're trying to take away something for families to come on a Saturday night to enjoy racing at Delta, Stockton Dirt, and the track and store, it's going to really affect all the Saturday nights for everybody who comes there for family fun events and for businesses that they just want to have like a fun showing. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you're taking away some entertainment venues from Stockton that we so desperately need. Uh, it just seems like over the years, we just continually close things down and close things down for various reasons. But, you know, here's a, an option that, you know, um, my family has grown up in racing. Um, I think I've spent every holiday at a racetrack somewhere. That's just what we do. And uh, I think it's hard for people from the outside looking in and they think, oh, it's just a track. They just go, they just go in circles. But they don't understand the family element that's involved, um, the education of our kids, keeping these kids off the streets. Um, you know, my niece, my, both my nephews all race. This is just what we've done for so long, every Saturday night, the weekends. Um, and it doesn't stop there. You know, you, you come race on Saturday night, then you go home and spend time at the, in the shop working on the cars to go faster, um, learning more about racing. And I think people don't understand that element of it. Um, you have multiple generations of, of race car drivers and families that are out here um, that are racing. Um, I, I personally would invite anybody who wants to know anything about racing, come out to the track, come find me. I'll be more than happy to kind of tell you what goes on out here, introduce you to some amazing people who come out and race every weekend. Um, you know, it's very common to go to any pit, you know, you've got the mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, you know, that have all been a part of this racing for so long. And, you know, it's just kind of heartbreaking, you know, to hear that these venues may be going away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's hard to swallow just to hear that they want to take away something fun for everybody to come on a Saturday night. Like, I grew up at Delta Speedway my whole life, as four years old, all lived until now. Um, that's where my family grew up, that's where I grew up, I raced, you know, they took away a good racetrack in Vallejo Speedway um, when I was really, really young, like three, two years old, and I remember going there as a kid. Now hearing that my home track in Delta here in Stockton may get torn down just for affordable housing, doesn't seem right. It's for family and friends to come out and enjoy. I grew up there, I raced there personally, I was official there. It's a very fun sport to do and to take something away for us to enjoy now, if we lose that, now we're gonna have to travel, say, Fresno, Lamore, Plaza, Madeira, that's a hard thing for us. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think that that is kind of the perspective of some people, well, just go race another track. It's not feasible for some of these teams to travel around. Uh, a lot of these teams, you know, operate on a really small budget, and to be able to race in your backyard, local, you know, really is what allows that to happen, where you can race an entire season, you know, 
being local versus if you have to travel, maybe you only get to race three or four races. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the other element too is you know these tracks bring in a lot of a lot of sponsors from the community as well. Um, some big some big names in the the Stockton area, reputable companies that support this racing, and you know it's gonna it's gonna take something away from those people as well. Yeah, that's that's the hard thing is they're gonna all the sponsors that sponsor all three tracks are gonna all go lose um, businesses because of it, just like money wise. Tracks will start to fade away. Like we already lost a couple good tracks. Altamont Speedway is gone. Right. Um, Baylands is gone. Like Grass Valley, we've lost a lot of good tracks that everyone remembers and miss going. And it's hard. And now seeing that tracks that are closer to us here are gonna go, that's gonna be the hardest thing because it's like we can't. Like you said, we can't afford to go to Lemoore. We can't afford to go to Madera and Roseville every single weekend because it's more money out of our pocket compared to the people who are local there who can afford it like us. So it's right. a very hard pill to swallow for us to handle. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, you know, even for us, I mean, we, we run our full season at Stockton Iron Speedway, the asphalt track, mm -hmm. um, which has been a staple of the community for over 70 years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and if we had to actually go travel back and forth, you know, it really would put a damper on our racing. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Um, you know, the other thing is too, I think that the people may not necessarily understand that as racers, you know, we spend money back into the economy in Stockton. Mm -hmm. Our sponsors are spending money. Um, us particular, you know, on any given night, we may have, you know, 20, 30 people that come to the races with us. Um, you know, we're spending money at the tracks or spending money in the local area. Uh, we have sponsors and friends and family who come from out of the area and come here. Um, with some of these bigger races, they come in, they're staying at hotels, you know, they're having to go get fuel and do all these things. So it's really, you're going to be taking, taking money away from the economy by closing these tracks down. And again, I think it's just, people just don't understand, you know, again, definitely we need affordable housing in Stockton. We really do. But is this the right spot? Because my other question would be, if you close these down, how long is it going to be before you actually start building? And what's going to happen to this property? It's going to be in shambles, you know, very quickly. You can go less than a mile down the street. There's a Kmart that went out of business. Mm -hmm. That place is on fire and full of trash constantly. Mm -hmm. You know, and here's another probably 50,000 square foot building that's just sitting there doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, you have DVI that's closing. Here's going to be, you know, another more thousands of square footage of just sitting there doing nothing. So I just think that, you know, there could be a lot more thought process put onto where are we going to build this affordable housing, you know. And especially doing it on the fairgrounds where it's on Charter Way, it's not the safest area to put affordable housing because of when you go down Charter Way, you see how kind of rough the streets are of Charter Way. It's not the safest, even though they do have housing and businesses there, it's very not the safest way for family and friends to come through at all like anytime so it's like now if you want to put low income housing through there it's gonna be difficult to put it through there because if you do the crime may go up maybe 20 30 percent if you're lucky they're gonna knock the fairgrounds down to the point where we can't have many venues anymore like we normally do on a daily basis and if you do it's like how how many of the homeless will take over that and destroy it within like if you're lucky once they put it up a couple months right yeah definitely it's definitely going to be a, a strain on on our on our city um you know we're obviously in a drought where's all this extra water going to come from where is the extra police services going to come from where's the extra fire department protection going to come from um so there, there's a lot of questions that I, I don't feel like you know have been fully answered so i feel like we're just kind of out on a whim okay let's tear this down and build houses but have we really thought through this whole entire process you know um Stockton, we've had our challenges. I've lived here all my life, and um, you know, homeless is is a problem everywhere. 
and it's something that we definitely need to work on finding solutions. Um, but again, you know, I just think there needs to be some more thought process into it and figure out, you know, are we really going in the right direction, um, you know, before we take away viable businesses to the economy? Yeah, they they definitely want to take over, and the issue with putting affordable housing there is that if you do, it's just it may not work. You're taking away something for people to come on a Saturday night and just take it away. And right, right now in Stockton, how much stuff have you guys lost? Like even though I have grown up in Stockton, coming to racing here, right. you guys Stockton has lost a lot of events. Like they've lost like roller rings. Um, I, I can't name all of them, but you guys yeah. have lost a lot of stuff here and now taking away three tracks and, you know, that's going to really affect the community big time. I, I think with the financial health of, of Stockton over the years, a lot of those things have been taken away. Uh, it does seem like hopefully our, our new mayor is on board with putting some of these things back. <clears throat> I know they recently, you know, um, started restoring some parks, putting basketball courts back. So, you know, maybe we can get these people together and let them see from our perspective, you know, and let's really talk about other options that are out there that would be more viable to the city. Um, yeah, like I said, I have worked, I've lived in Stockton all my life, but yeah, our water park is gone, golf land is gone, skating rinks are gone. Mm -hmm. You know, there's most of the parks, the, the, the amenities are gone. And then some of the parks, I mean, they're just not safe to go to. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been taken over and, you know, they're not being used as they were designed for. So I think that there's a lot of different things that we can look at. Um, you know, if we can really get, you know, the city officials to really kind of work with us and look at those things and work together, mm -hmm. I, I think we could find some other solutions. I think the best solution is to have our mayor personally come out to all three of our tracks and Stockton 99 paper yeah. to show him how much the community comes together to see how much racing is enjoyable for us. Right. Because without him knowing and just him like, okay, let's put the housing here, he needs to see like how like it brings community together. Yeah, I think we need to build that unity with the, the city officials. Um, I would even say, you know, Gavin Newsom, come out too. Let us let us let us show you what we do out here and what you're taking away from us. Um, and I, I guarantee you that there's other options that we can look at. I think anyone I've talked to around this whole racing thing, they're all um, very open to communicate and kind of you know let's let's hash it out. Let's figure out what can we do differently. Um, but yeah, it's it's easy when you're sitting in Sacramento in an office and saying, hey, we have some excess property. Let's turn that into low-income housing and not really knowing the background story to it. And like I said, I personally will, I will love to meet with anybody who has any questions, concerns. I will show you the races. I will explain to you what it's meant to my family, you know, and, and growing up, you know, uh, been out here for, you know, well over 40 years now, you know, the various tracks. And, you know, actually my brother and my sister-in-law actually met at Delta Speedway and we're married a couple years after that. So um, all these tracks are, are very close to my heart, you know. Um, I've had some kind of you know involvement with all these tracks at some point, and uh, you know it's just really sad to hear that you know they potentially could be going away. Very, and it's it's very hard because my aunt and uncle got married in 07. My uncle after they got married, my uncle won the championship the same year uh, they got married, and he won the race the next the next weekend after that. So it's pretty much it's a value to the whole community and to us too really care about their tracks yeah. and I mean if you lose it it's gonna really make the community go down yeah absolutely and you know like I said you know we talked a lot about how you know the family element uh, two of the people closest to to me uh, really became like my mom and dad they were just friends and they were people that we met at the racetrack mm -hmm. um, you know so 
I think people just don't understand the bonds that get built out here. Um, it, it's it's amazing, and like I said, I, I really, really invite anybody who wants to know or doesn't understand, come out here, let me show you. You know, you, I guarantee you'll walk away with a different perspective. And I mean, you pretty much build your bonds at the racetrack. You yeah. build friends who you don't even know, and they are your, your best friends for the yeah. rest of your life, no matter how old you've known them. Yeah, it's the same thing. You know, you come out here, you race hard with these other guys. The guy who wrecks you one week, the next week you're over there helping to fix their car. You know, it's just, it's just an incredible experience. Um, you know, the kids who come out who maybe don't, they don't necessarily have, you know, um, someone to show them and teach them about racing, and they, they. They meet up with one of the race car drivers, and the next thing you know, that kid's there helping them every week, and you're teaching them to change a tire, work on a motor, and so it, it's so much more than racing. And I, I just I don't know how to really get that across to people, and, you know, without them coming out here and just you know, um, you know, the crazy story of Justin Philpot, his family, multi generational family. I've watched Justin go over and help these kids fix their cars multiple times. Justin's out here running for a championship and late models, and uh, you know. And it's just amazing to see him go and help kids, and you know, it's just, it's just a, a dynamic that I just, people don't understand unless they're here. They don't. Racing is a big family. It doesn't matter if you're pavement, if you're dirt. It's one big family, and you don't even know people outside of California, but they can connect with you, being like from California, but you can also be from Texas, and they're like, hey, like we understand what's going on. Right. What can the committee help us out? Um, you can go to savestocktonracetracks.org. Um, that would really help us out, fill out the petition there. You can also look at our uh, social media. It uh, has all of our city, county officials' information on there. Call them, email them, uh, reach out to Governor Newsom's office. Let him know that you know we want to save our Stockton tracks. Um, that would be great. Um, again, if you have any questions, reach out to us. Um, if you want to come out to the track and see what it's all about um, and get a better understanding of what we do, Reach out to us. We can definitely get somebody hooked up with you to show you around the tracks, introduce you to people, and things from there. And then you can sign the petition on change.org at safestockingracetracks.org. Yes. And they will definitely help you tell you and decide about all the tracks and what it does and what it helps for the community. So now I am going to introduce my next guest, Danica Nassetti. For the community, I think a lot of people have the misconception um, that they only benefit the racers. But I know that you put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, as do I, on the things that they touch in the community. So, for instance, Stearns Racing just um, teamed up with Chase Chevrolet, and they did a backpack drive. So it's not just racers that come out that it benefits. How does it benefit the community? Um, again, I think this is another area that people don't really know what we do. I don't think you know we're not out there you know with banners saying hey look at what we're doing to help our community it's because we do it from our heart and it's something we want to do and something we're very sincere about so there's a lot of different things that we do i, I mean i know 99 speedway was a huge contributor helping with the butte fire a few years back uh, donated a, a ton of food and goods to those causes um you know um, you guys do the crab feed for st jude's a lot of money is given there um, a lot of personal stuff too. We have racers and we have racers families that, you know, fall upon hard times and, you know, the racing community always comes together and helps those people. Um, you know, like you just mentioned, we did the backpack drive. 
Uh, in December, we did. Uh, we partnered with one of our sponsors at 99 Speedway. We raised over 4,000 toys that we're giving back to local communities here in South King County. Uh, so those are the other part that people don't understand what happens in our racing community is just the charity and the, the giving. Uh, we had a food drive out here uh, a couple months ago and was that a truckload of food that was donated to the... A semi-truck went to the local food bank, Stockton Food Bank, as well as $3,000 cash. So reached multiple families, obviously, around our community, and I know they spread it out other places. Um, so you talked about the view fire, which was... Right happened in 2016 and we actually raised um, with supplies and goods and cash over one million dollars and that didn't just benefit locally that went up to Calaveras County and then a fire started in Lake County and so we sent semi trucks up there so we got a lot of people that we helped that have nothing to do with racing ever and they don't even know where it's coming from they just know it's good people that want to help so there's all these things that we can do that we do do in racing that gives back and we continue to do and has no ties to us we just want to help so when you take away our racetracks you take away those outreach programs if it's a food drive on um, the San Joaquin Asparagus Festival we've given a half a million dollars to local nonprofits where are they going to get their money where are they going to get their resources they can volunteer for two days three days and take home three thousand dollars which can benefit a family in need or pay somebody's rent um, help them with education so it stems more than just a race car and sitting in the stands and watching cars go round and round it's truly about building up everybody and taking care of everyone and you take away our racetracks you're taking away that where does it go where does it come from because we're gonna have nowhere to go do these things at, and we need a place uh, a foundation and this is where it starts right yeah, um, again, you know, I, I know a few years back we went and served food at the homeless shelter and yep. gave out Christmas presents. Um, you know, one of my, my biggest Sorry. takeaways with this racing is when we take our race car out to a, a sponsor. And, you know, when we, whenever we do that, we're not only representing our own team, but we're also representing 99 Speedway. And to see a little kid come up to a race car and get so excited that they see a, a real race car. And then you tell them, oh, you want to sit inside? And just the smiles and just the, the excitement in them. Uh, it, it's truly amazing mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the great things is there's so many people involved in these tracks that gives back and, and helps with these types of events and um, it, it's all for the feeling of it and it's all for giving back to the community yeah you know and um, you know I, I know there's a lot of organizations out there that you know that we've all worked with over the years that really appreciates the things that we do and um, you know we have a very close-knit group of people who always step up when we say hey we need help you know, they step up always, always. and support whatever we're, we're promoting or wherever, whatever we need. Well, I'm worried when we're, if we're gone, which I hope we're not, um, where are they going to get these? You know, do they close? Do they not help people? So now you need more programs or more affordable housing because they can't pay the bills that they have now when they're doing good in the community. Or the fact that it takes bad things or bad people off the streets. So it's not just the community outreach that we give. We have drifting that goes on at the fairgrounds, our outlaw drift series. We get kids off the streets that's, that don't go do these sideshows, that don't right. rent cars, that have a place to go, that look forward to it, that's legal, that's safe at, at least once a month, if not twice a month. Um, and so you get hundreds of kids that come and do these things. Where are they gonna go? They're gonna wanna have their fun and they're gonna break the laws and they can hurt somebody. So it's not just us, and I can tell you from drifting, they come from out of state, just like racing does. It's not just locally based. 
you know, you're talking traveling hundreds, if not thousands of miles and the things that go along with it, it pours back into the community, the revenue that it brings, the gas, the groceries, the restaurants, like it's one big giant circle. So why are we going to take it away? Right. When we have other avenues that we can go down to all work together. Right. And I think you know, one of the points of this is try to answer as many questions as possible. And you just made me think of something. So somebody could be sitting home thinking, well, why don't they just go race at the 99 asphalt track? Yeah. It's different styles of racing. The dirt cars don't race on asphalt. Right. So it's not as simple as just saying, okay, well, we'll just drive down Wilson Way and we'll go to the asphalt track. It's different style of racing. Yeah. So that's not an option for these cars. Yeah. That's it's why not. it's so important to make sure these dirt tracks stay there. Well, they're few and far between in California compared to the East Coast. I mean, you can, you go to the East Coast and they're packed. I mean, there's not a seat to be had. And luckily, you know, we invite everybody and it takes care of everyone. But you're right. There's there's not that many places to go. There's Roseville, which seems to be in Dooms as well. That's an hour away. Madera, which is an hour and a half away. Right. So you, they're going to be less and less and less. And then it affects everybody, not just the racers, but the businesses that support them, the people that that build the parts or truck in the parts. It's just a vicious circle. So right. you're not just shutting down one area. It's going to be a big ripple effect. And the county, the city, the state will see exactly what the racetracks bring. Because I know for a fact when Stockton 99 closed in 03, I think, um, the sheriff said, wow, we didn't realize how much revenue it brings. Right. So what do you do with those businesses at that point? Right. And I think one of my biggest fears is, you know, they're going to push this through and they're going to have this big plan to build all these houses and it's never going to materialize. Yeah. And now you've closed down these viable businesses and now we have a whole slew of problems with this property and keeping it clean, keeping it safe because now there's no businesses there. There's no one to protect the buildings, things like that. So that's one of my biggest fears is that, you know, they're going to plan on, you know, doing this and it will fall flat like Altima. Yeah. You know, it was another perfect example. Well, it's just sitting there, you know, they tried it here in 03 and you know they kind of passed soil samples and homeless moved in and things were were done that you don't want to see in the community and then we came back and revived it and everybody pitched in it and look how much it's contributed i never thought when i came on board with my dad that i'd be able to touch so many nonprofits. like i get excited about it and i don't need to but i want to i have no ties to it's not like they affect me but i want to get back so what do you do at that point have kids night last year because of COVID, obviously. But in 2019, how many bikes did we give away out here? At least 100. Yeah. Well over 100. And, and, and here's the thing. People, to do the entertainment in Stockton, you have to pay to go somewhere, right? The racetracks, 10 and under, 12 and under are free. So you can bring your family out here. If, if you're in a tight spot and treat your kids to have a good time on a family night. Kids night, they basically a petting zoo, my favorite mini horse, <laughs> jump houses, face paintings, balloon making, um, tons of giveaways, treats, goodies, treats. You can't go anywhere and get those things, you know, just to have a fun family event. And it's a safe, secure area. And again, we're going to take it away. Why? Right. Yeah. And the kids night was great. I can't forget the dunk tank. That was pretty fun to get to dunk some drivers, uh, take out some aggression there. Um, and we have that plan coming up next month again as yeah. well. And so, you know, it's these types of things that, you know, that it's really disheartening to, to feel that these things could be going away because, you know, I think that people are just not informed about what they're doing and the, the long-term consequences of closing down these tracks and, you know, shrinking down that support group that we have in racing, you know. Um, you know, like I said, we're very fortunate that every time we want to do something, we always get these people to step up, you know, and help out. And, and that's the best part of it, you know. Um, 
I don't know, 110 acres, 20% for affordable housing. You're not selling me on it, my business or not. There's just too much for this community, the city and the state to lose, and they need to look at the bigger picture. And people, you think it doesn't affect you, but I promise you one day it will when you ask, why did this happen? Why didn't we have this? How come my kids go without? It's because of racers and families and sponsors that contribute. And it might be just a circle track to you, but it's family to everybody here. And it's your family too at the end of the day. Right. So. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate you stopping by and Jordan for hosting. It's been been informative for sure. I think we got lots to talk about. Yeah. Thank you. No problem, guys. Thank you for coming on the show. Hope you guys have a great day. All right. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thanks, Jordan. So check out Stockton Dirt Track Facebook websites. All the information there, guys. Visit our um, safestocktonracetracks.org. Um, check out our social media. Tons and tons of information there on how you can help us. Thanks, guys. Thank you.